Everyone uses their phone differently and in different places. The early risers use it here. The night owls use it here. And the never sleepers, good luck using it here. Wherever you are, you get more coverage with Xfinity Mobile because it auto-connects to millions of secure Wi-Fi hotspots and the best LTE everywhere else. It's wireless reimagined. Click, call, or visit XfinityMobile.com. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Requires residential post-pay Xfinity Internet. Actual savings vary and are not guaranteed. For Xfinity Mobile broadband disclosures, visit Xfinity.com slash mobile. Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. What up, everybody? It's Hollywood Unlocked and Censored. I'm Jason Lee. I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yep, it's DJ Damis. Let's get it started. Okay, and hopefully you're streaming on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and watching us over at YouTube. Did I say SoundCloud and anywhere? I mean, I don't know. SoundCloud? I mean, we ain't there. We should be. <laughs> all these SoundCloud rappers. I was in the car the other night with this uh, very beautiful man, and all he, he was like, yo, let's put on some music. And I said, okay, cool. You know, put on Biggie, Nas, you know, Pac or something. He put on SoundCloud rappers. I don't, it's a whole new era. Yeah. There's little I, things like that make you feel old. Yeah, I don't, I don't what, know. Do you, no, no, I'll tell you what makes you feel old. I just got a, a colonoscopy kit in the mail. Wait, what is that? Do you got to do it to yourself? Well, yeah. You put something in your butt? You're not going to be laying in your bed with your okay, ass so, Okay, so it's, okay. Just did that for dramatic effect. <laughs> it's not really a colonoscopy kit. Um, I have to get one. And my, uh, one of my, how do we go to colonoscopies after SoundCloud rappers? We're just talking about SoundCloud. Oh, rappers. I don't know. Cause you don't know them either. Oh no, no. Just the old shit. Just oh, feeling old, okay, you okay. know? Is this what I have to do now that I'm 30? No, prostate exams. Oh Get yeah. Finger up the butt. Yeah. There I gotta go. go do all that. Um, so, uh, my girlfriend's, uh, husband, they own medical labs. And so they can screen for like 99% of cancers that you can get that are going to be inherited by genetics and stuff From like that. From your butt. Well, no, it's just, no, it's actually just like a test, like swab. Okay, so oh. you got yours, and now yeah. what? Well, I gotta send off the results and see. I'm just concerned right now because my mom's um, been diagnosed with cancer. She was in remission for about 12 years. She had uh, cancer of the uterus uh, back in 2007, 2008, and now it's back, but now it's in her colon and her liver. Well, is, I mean, yeah, we're at the age where we got to get stuff checked. My dad had uh, his colon checked and found the polyps or whatever, mm -hmm. so he had to get that procedure done. I'm now at a point where I have to get that procedure. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, back to the SoundCloud rappers, if I can, really quick. I don't know half the people that are out here now. You know, Xanax. I mean, there's more prescription drugs in SoundCloud songs than I think I've heard anywhere. It's in, the in opium Kaiser. epidemic, baby. Really? Well, what is the attraction to that? I have uh, no interest to do opioids. <laughs> really? No. For what? I don't know. I don't feel like that started with young people, though. I feel like opium addiction is always from, you know, middle America, housewives would do a lot of it. I think everybody uh -huh. was... No, no. Yes. They, these motherfuckers, they love that codeine and whatnot. Bill That's... Cosby started it, I think. Housewives have been getting high off of painkillers and stuff for years. But so I, was in the, real. I was in the club last week and somebody actually tried to make me feel guilty because I don't do cocaine. I was like, you know, I'm going to go home. I'm tired. They were like, just do a bump. But <laughs> cocaine like, is old school. I was like, no, I'm not doing... What are you talking about? You don't do a bump. He don't do a bump. I do it. You, we all. They all did bumps. I'm a bump. But because I don't want to bump, you know, uh, I guess they, bump, they said bump, I was bump. boring. But I just refuse to do. I don't. I don't do hard drugs like that. Have you ever, have you ever done anything? No. I mean, yeah. I can't remember. Here I was on the show high on Molly one time. I was so high. Right. Gotcha. Sweating. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Damage. What about you? What Molly? Drugs. Yeah. No, I've done a Molly. You've done a Molly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who are you waving to? 
No, no, you um, scared I'm, me too. Sorry, our guest is here. She's really pretty. Who, Tisha Campbell? Yeah. Oh. Hey, she waved at me too. I, I mean, we're not joking about drug usage. Please don't no. do drugs. I, I, I have tried a Molly though. But I will say, beyond Molly, I'm not doing coke and never. heroin and crack and meth and all that. But people, like, young people are doing meth and doing other shit. I've never tried. I've done weed and alcohol. That's it. I've never tried anything else. I feel like no lean. A little I, bit of lean. I, I, st- I want to try ecstasy with somebody I really like. That's well, you I, got a boyfriend, do it. I'm trying to convince him to do it. He's a, <laughs> well, he he's a walking say no to drugs. He can lose campaign. his career as a result of it. So. Yeah. yeah, I might end up just talking a lot too. It might not be the effect you think. Well, I will tell you, <laughs> just I, talking I mean, all not night. Not to glorify drug use, but if you do Molly with somebody, you should be doing it with somebody who plans to spend the night. Okay. Because all that getting on the Molly and then going home, for what did we do this for? Anyway, I don't want to glorify drugs. I'm same sorry. thing as ecstasy, right? You, yeah, you pretty much the same. Feel up on somebody. Okay. Okay, so we always hear you online. And uh, those of you that thought I was questioning my role in the culture, whether or not the culture <laughs> needs me, I actually took your comments where you said the culture needs me and put it on a sweater. So the culture needs me is available. Here's the website right now. So go get it. Have a good time with it. You mm-hmm. have a, a black and proud sweater on. Is that yours? Not black and proud. This is uh, my collaboration with Black by Young. You can go to at Black by Young on uh, Twitter, Instagram at Black by Young. Get you one of these right here. Ooh. It was okay. so funny. People were in the comments saying they have too much of their individual shit going on that the show is lacking. We just had. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what? John Legend. I mean, next on the show is Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. But, but I mean, that's what this show, this show is supposed to be promoting everything that we're doing. And I hope you can enjoy this that's black That's some excellence. hater shit, man. <laughs> but that's all right. And that's why the culture <laughs> needs us. And I got a book coming out. I can't wait. It just fine. It's finally in my brand new computer uh, after I was robbed. And once I approve it, I hope that everybody buys it. This is, I can now feel what an artist feels like when they put out a record. Mm-hmm. Are your nudes going to get out from the stolen laptop? No, let me tell you something. <laughs> there ain't a dick pic out there. If a dick pops up and they say it's mine, it's not mine. I don't send dick pics. I'm not into that. No, but it was your computer that got <laughs> now, stolen. Now, I will tell you, there's a lot of dicks that came in. You know, the inbound dicks oh was something. But God bless you. If you get those, your favorite R&B star is going to be in there. But, you know, again, I, you know, the book is exciting. I'm, ex- uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm nervously and anxiously awaiting to release it to the world. So mm. I want everybody to buy it. I think it's a book everybody should uh, read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's it called again? God Must Have Forgotten About Me. Okay. Yeah, it's deep. Yeah. New York Times bestseller, huh? Oh, yeah, we're going to get that. You put it in the universe. Yeah, we get. I, we have. We mapped it all out. We know our marketing <laughs> plan. I'm going on a speaking tour. Yeah, we're going to do it. Because it, it really is. It's not even that it's just a product. It's not even a money maker thing. Um, it's a. It's a inspire people thing i think that when people read my story i think i mean you know more about me than a lot of people mm-hmm. but then when you actually read it in details because as i'm reading it i'm now saying okay definitely about to go to therapy because it's a lot it, it is a lot oh my god really yeah really that's amazing that that's what you got after like reading all of it that's what that's the the end result is that you feel like you need to go to therapy because i thought it. so for a long time me yes <laughs> why because listen let me tell you something when it comes to our friendship, over the years, people have said to me, and you know this, mm-hmm. how the fuck are you <laughs> friends with him, mm-hmm. Melissa? And I'm like, anybody who went to school for psychology, they'll understand that, they'll get that when you understand the reasons why people do the things that they do, mm-hmm. you know, you look back and you're like, you know, childhood trauma and abandonment and stuff like that, you know the behavior that it manifests mm-hmm. into. So you have a very understanding outlook and you're very you know, forgiving and stuff like that. So that's, I didn't want to go into a spiel, but that's basically it. But I was waiting for the day where you were going to look at all the shit you've been through and be like, 
I should talk to somebody about this. Well, I think, yeah, definitely the book, you know, I've told stories here on the show over the last three years, but like to go into detail describing it down to cheap. This is cheap therapy. What you need is like a one-on-one with, I mean, we all do. I mean, I, I really benefit... And especially after my accident, I really benefited from going back into therapy with my with my therapist, plus all the cognitive therapy I was doing. I mean, we all need somebody to talk to that we feel isn't going to judge us, you know, and this is what they do for a living. You yeah. know, they're professionals because our friends, we, they, they, you well, know, they only do so much. And everybody has their way, right? I yeah. mean, like a therapist, uh, you know, I think unpacking it and talking in detail. The book for me was also a form of therapy. Yeah. When you write word for word what something felt like, what something smelled like, what something... You know, just when you really write it out into a point to where you're building a picture. It's cathartic. Yeah, you're, you're reliving it again. And I think yeah. that there's, you know, definitely a need to talk through it. But what I love about the book is that the a couple people that I've let read it inside my team mm-hmm. who've read it all the way through. Uh, one of my staff read it from front to end in two days. And she was crying and she was like, to hear what you've been through and to see how far you've come is is a testimony for people who believe that they can't make it. And mm-hmm. that was really the intention of why I created the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I also created because it's the beginning of separating myself from Hollywood Unlocked. Mm-hmm. I think that my image and what I'm known for is this brand and the show and my antics on TV. And then now this is Jason Lee Unlocked. That's mm-hmm. the first chapter. I'll put that out there. The first chapter is Jason Lee Unlocked. I think, no, not the first chapter. I'm sorry, the uh, introduction mm-hmm. is Jason Lee Unlocked. And it really tells people what they're getting ready to experience. And it is a roller coaster of the craziest experiences and not, not an exaggeration at all in there. Well, I'm looking forward to reading it. Can I get yeah. an advanced well, copy? Well, I'm going to get you guys copies. I'm, I'm having some made now, but I'm excited. And um, yeah, that's it, people. Coming soon. All right, so we have Tisha Campbell in the building yeah. today. Uh, you know, she's a legend in her own right. She's been out here for a while. And I remember, uh, you know, when they had Zen Lounge. I used to go to Zen Lounge. That's where I had my birthday party. Mm-hmm. Did you Zen Lounge in the Valley. Yeah, in the Valley, I, they have really been awesome... Live music. She'll get up on the mic. Mm-hmm. She's a, just a beast on She's the microphone. She's just a little shop of horror. My- <laughs> no. Play on words. <laughs> I've learned play on words. And what's the other thing that they, t- they told us at uh, Wild and Out? Um, hmm. Django. No. Django. <laughs> Django. <laughs> Django was a slave. <laughs> no. We don't. Wait, oh, I meant Django. My bad. No, not Django. No. Uh, we had a, what do they call it when it, oh, a double entendre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what a double entendre is? One thing yeah, can mean two I things. Do. Yeah, well, coming up with t- double entendres off the top of your head is not easy. You know who's really good at doing them? Who? Drake. Excellent. Yeah. He's the double entendre. Him and Jay-Z, double entendre He's, masters. Even though he just got booed this week. I saw that, but now he's got like a practically a residency there. But Drake is the king. I, I mean, think he, he made that up. Drake is a king. Yeah. No, there's video. No, I'm talking about they made up that he has a residency. I think he just made that up. Yeah, Drake ain't doing a residency. Like I said, I, to, I don't know who I told. I recently sent Drake, like, I always sent him like $22 million for something. He said no. Wait, what? We That's sent, we, a friend of mine from out of the country wanted Drake to do something, and we sent him an offer for $22 million, and he said no. <laughs> he said, I need a bigger bag? No, he just said no. Not interested. I really want to know what it was. I'll tell you at a break. And we have the one and only Tisha Campbell in the building. Hey, hey, hey. The craziest thing. Okay, so I had my, I don't know what year birthday party it was, but one of my birthday parties was at Zen Lounge. Oh, I don't know it? if you remember. You guys weren't even open. Really? It was the pre-opening party that Dana hosted, and Dana showed up late. Queen Latifah, for those of you listening, she showed up late. 
she hosted my birthday party and mm-hmm. didn't make it by the time I was gone from my party. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've been, I've seen you perform there several times. I've seen you around a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, you're just uh, always a light. Aw, thank you. That's so sweet of you to say. But I mean it too. I mean, we oh, don't sweet. say. No, don't... for real. I know you don't say what you don't mean. I, I, I got you. But I really do appreciate it. But it's an honor to be able to have you here because I'm t- I just the other day was watching Martin reruns. And I remember when. There was only one day, well, two days that I had to be at home to watch TV. One was Cops, because mm-hmm. I wanted to see if any of my relatives was on there. <laughs> and two was Living Single and uh, Martin back to back. Why don't we make TV like that anymore? I know. Why don't I know. we? <sighs> and sitcoms are, you know, underrated, I think, still to this day. Because, you know, sitcoms make you feel good. I love a good reality show just as much as anybody else because I think what they do is they take you outside of your own problems mm-hmm. and you just kind of concentrate on other people's shit mm-hmm. yeah but um, but with sitcoms right but with sitcoms it's like you could just laugh and forget your own problems for a moment and just laugh no like Martin and Living Single were literally like worlds you felt you were a part of yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like like bro man I mean like you just remember everybody in the show and you know what's funny that wasn't our purpose our purpose was to just you know make people laugh but we didn't know that we were going to be effective like that we didn't know yeah. we were going to affect people or be considered icons because when people say you're an icon i go really yeah we don't no. think of it like that we yeah. never thought of it like that yeah. we was just trying to feed our families but you know I, was, I was i was gonna ask but when you were because i remember going to the set of living single several times mm-hmm. and everybody being so nice and cool but from yeah. the outside i was you know i was 16 17 i was like oh my god these people were bigger than life the show was iconic it didn't feel that way when you were doing it no ever no, because we were just having fun. We were just really, again, it was it's a job, and that's what we looked at it as. We all from, like, everybody that surrounded Martin, they, I think this was brilliant, the way that they set this up. We were all from the theater. Mm-hmm. So me, Tashina, Carl, Tommy. Tommy a, was a Shakespeare and Thespian. But we all, <laughs> God bless and miss him. Um, but we they surrounded him with that kind of a group, so it was a really solid base. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So we were just working, and and that's how we looked at it in the '90s. Like, yo, we were on our grind. Mm-hmm. We didn't think of it like we were going to make history or it was going to last like a like I Love Lucy or the Brady Bunch. Yeah. And people were going to continue to watch it over and over and over again. We were just making our money for these five years, and then we'll just try to figure out the next gig. That's how we looked at That's it. That's crazy. When, when did it hit you that, man, this is like larger than life, a big piece of the culture that no one will ever forget? You know what? Mm-hmm. Not until recently, believe it or not, because I didn't really watch the show. We don't really watch our work. Again, we are always looking forward to the next thing. But people start quoting stuff at me, and I go, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Like, Do you fans come up to you and say, damn, Gina? I mean, oh. I know at some point, <laughs> at some point you want to slap a bitch because no, you, you got no, it. No, I actually look at it as a compliment, okay. believe it or not, because, you know, again, for somebody to, for it to transcend generations yeah. when it started coming on And still um, be MTV very relevant. Bi- bi- yeah. Yeah, and still relevant. Like it's, it, it doesn't, it's still going. It doesn't feel like a show from back in the day. It feels like right That's now. That's crazy. It and is. people like, okay, so for example, I have a friend, I keeps me a millennial around me at all times. <laughs> you Thank got you to. Very much. Keep got you long. to keep yep. recreating myself and recreating and, myself. And for those of you that are watching her, <laughs> those of you that are watching her but ain't up close like me, she's glowing. So she either got yeah. a young nigga in her life or nope. she just drinks Drinking a lot of keg and nope. water. Okay. All by myself. <laughs> by myself with my keg and water. Self party. I am trying to figure out she and that's it. Wait, you know who I have to... Do you know Wendy Williams personally? No, not personally. Gotta, like, I've seen her, I need like, to connect uh, you know. 
Because really? you, yeah, because she's in this whole glow thing right now. See, it's and, really about recreating yourself and taking care of yourself. And, you know, we're both like, like I guess, kind of going through a mm-hmm, similar, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, path. But mm-hmm. still very vibrant and alive and living. I think, too, you know, that, you know, we have kids and mm-hmm. we have responsibilities. And that's kind of what I just concentrate on. And really the responsibility of me, mm-hmm. like getting back to who I am as mm-hmm. a person because I never was. I was mm-hmm. always living for other people, mm-hmm. taking care of other people since I was three years old. Mm-hmm. I've been working since I was three mm. and consciously working. Not like my parents want to just put me in show business. It was I need to help my family pay these bills. You thought that at the age of three? Absolutely. I was 11. I thought that that was early, but that is early. shit. But, but no, three. I was that conscious. And I think by five is when I was like, oh, no, I really got to help them. Mm. And that's when, you know, I went through that. Um, it was, a, I think I, I talked about this on Uncensored, so I'm going to do the shorter version. Mm-hmm. When I went and did this talent contest because I wanted to win, as a kid would, the second prize, which was a color television because we didn't have one at work. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I got up there, I didn't win the second prize. I won the first prize, which was a car. Mm-hmm. And by seeing my parents' reaction, because I was like, why? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the keys like... <laughs> the car with that TV. Right, and then my Big brother's screen. eating my Cheetos, so I'm going to go fuck him up. But <laughs> I drop them, and then, but then I see my parents' reaction. I was like, oh, I can help people. Oh, okay, I get it now. So then my mission became to help the people around me. So do you mm. feel your gift was given to you so you could help people? Yes. Mm. And then it, 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 it went into a whole nother space when I had uh, my firstborn because my firstborn had autism. Mm. And um, I realized that... Your firstborn. So, did, But did you know it was autism at the time? Because I feel like now autism is... My, my sister has a kid who's mm-hmm, autistic. Mm-hmm. She didn't know right away what autism yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I say I didn't know what the, the label was, but I knew something was. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were the signs for you? Because autism shows up in, a, in, in, yeah, in different such ways. It's a broad spectrum. Yeah. It is, but it's different for me because my job is to master human emotion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess I was given the gift of being able to act and master these emotions to see when there was a lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so once I saw my son was not doing or delayed or doing t- things that weren't typical, I started doing early intervention and didn't realize it. So really, and I say this and nobody believes me, but the day when I brought him home, I kept calling all these people and going, something is a little, I, I can't put my finger on something's up with the baby, something's up with the baby. And my friend's like, no, you're a new mother, you're a new mother. I was like, I'm telling you, something's up with this baby. By six months, I knew in my heart of hearts mm-hmm. and in my gut that there was something not right. But then there was some gifts that was like crazy. Like my son at five months could recognize things that a, a baby shouldn't be able to recognize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it literally it would make me cry because I was like, this is too advanced, this is scary. So he had these gifts and these delays that I recognized and started finding ways to do whatever I did. And then by 23 months, it was, you know, it was finalized that mm-hmm. that's, he was on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't talk. He couldn't. I didn't know if my baby was going to be able to use the bathroom because I have a friend who um, we created this, um, uh, this charity called Color My Mind. 
Um, and it's, you know, for autistic families, you know, benefits families who are dealing with the diagnosis of autism. Mm -hmm. And her child is probably about 25, 26 right now, still not potty trained. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know whether that was going to be my fate. Mm -hmm. But my focus, because when I'm backed into a corner. Have you ever wondered, how do the smartest marketers cut through the noise? I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. And welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. We went from Fortune 13 to Fortune 7 in two years. You have no idea how incredibly empowering that was. It was one of the best decisions I ever made. Listen and subscribe to Math & Magic on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast. Here at iHeart, we know that if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. In fact, that's the problem that NetSuite by Oracle has set out to solve. It's time to quit flying blind and unlock growth for your business with NetSuite. Schedule your free demo right now and receive your free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits. Go to netsuite.com slash math. That's netsuite.com slash math. Well, you you have a strong spirit. You can feel it in the room. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You have yeah. A very strong. Yeah, yeah. Especially when I'm, I'm passionate about something, and yeah, then my back against. That's my that's my baby. So, I had to figure figure it out. So my point was is that I think once that diagnosis came, that became, oh, this is the reason why I became an actress because I was a singer at first. This is why, mm -hmm. and now I could gift him whatever. I see. So I, I focus. I, I super focused on that. How do you parent a kid with autism and other kids? Oh, because I right. know my sister does. I really watch her when mm -hmm. I'm around how she parents mm -hmm. her children mm -hmm. and she treats them all equally the same. Absolutely. Like mm -hmm. she makes sure there's, you know, she's she's very patient mm -hmm. in general, but mm -hmm. she she treats them all the same. Was Is that a um, is that a like a focus that you have to maintain? When I you're think parenting? that's really important. I think that's really important. Um, I made sure that my kid went to school with other typical kids so he could model their behavior, mm -hmm. you know. Um, also, when it came to the household, you know, yeah. see, that's the thing. I was afraid that I couldn't do that, mm -hmm. and I'm going to be quite honest with you. So that's why there's such a gap between the first child and the second child. My mm -hmm. second child is 10, mm -hmm. and I, I wanted to be able to give all the focus until I knew he was stable enough mm -hmm. to have a second child. I wish more people parented like that. People nowadays, I feel like, like I've chosen up. not to have any kids because I just know I'm really in love with my business and what I'm doing. And, right, and right. I know that I'm going to be selfish. I, I applaud that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't like people that treat kids like ornaments. Like, just come on, let me dress you up for the gram. I mean. Yeah, no. Yeah. See, I can't Instagram parent. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't IG parent. That's not who I am. I'm such a hands-on mother. Like, even going to the Soul Trade Awards, there's guilt that I feel because in the first part of my career, which was all my life, mm-hmm. Um, I chose to stay in the same state. Mm -hmm. If I was to leave the state, it would be for a couple of days, not for months, because I super focused on being a mother. Mm -hmm. Motherhood was first. Mm -hmm. Being my, a wife was first. And everything else went to the... But you, you have been one of those actresses that is fortunate to get gig after gig, Thank like God. after gig. I mean, like that just doesn't happen. Once a job is over, you're unemployed as an actor. Yeah. But you had, it was just like one after the other you after know, the other. I think the key to that too mm. is understanding how this business works. Mm -hmm. Like the 15 minutes of fame mm -hmm. or just understanding that a an actor's uh, 
um, career lifespan is usually only five years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a football player's... 3.5 years, yeah. That part. Mm-hmm. Yep. A music, you might get a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A single. Yeah. Yeah. But... Generally speaking. Generally speaking. Yeah, these are the statistics. Those are the statistics. Yes. Understanding those statistics is really important, and then you can navigate around it. Do Mm -hmm. you feel like because you were living in the work and not kind of basking from all the glory of it that that kept the hunger going? Because I feel like a lot of people sometimes don't get those second and third jobs because they're celebrating all the wins of their current job. It seemed like when you were working, we say a Martin, you were just focused on the job. Work, work, work. And you kind of stayed in grind mode. But even after Martin with House Party, Boomer, I mean, you've had big, memorable roles. My wife and kids. Yeah. Yeah. I just see so many celebrities today, they kind of bask in their current glory, especially like a lot of the young actors. They're buying their own press. Like, yeah, narcissism reigns supreme these days, especially with social media. It does breed narcissism and, you know, a lot of other uh, dysfunctions. Mm -hmm. But I think it really is why you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I talk about this. I used to talk about this on stage as mm-hmm, in lounge, mm-hmm. like the difference between being a celebrity and an artist mm. is that an artist understands that they are serving other people. Mm-hmm. You are in servitude. Mm-hmm. So usually, usually when people walk up to me, I will take that selfie because I know that we are communicators. Celebrities, give them a second. They will understand, have patience with them. They will understand that we are serving others. Nobody is serving you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's something that me and Tashina grew up doing. Well, that's what I was going to say. But you, you're one of the few people, and I hear everybody's dirt out here. It's Sometimes I'll be hearing shit. I'll be like, I don't even want to hear it today. <laughs> you're one person that nobody ever says bad things about. Yeah. Uh, not that I've heard. That's not, true. Not that I've heard. That's very okay, true. Well, that's nice. That's cool. And <laughs> if, it, if it does or doesn't happen, okay. But you know, that- I, don't, I don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't afford it because I'm paying attention to my family. Mm. So, okay, like if you looked at it like a like a football game or something. Mm. So, okay, I'm I'm running the ball and I can't pay attention to outside people that's not running in the same direction as me. So if we're all same goal in, in, um, oriented, I'm running the ball and I'm paying attention to the people that's blocking for me or somebody who's I need to throw mm-hmm. the ball to or we're running in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? So I don't pay attention to the cheerleaders. That's because those fake, those are called the fake friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got the fake friends with the little pom-poms going, yeah, 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 yeah. Them bitches don't know what the fuck they talking about because they're not on the fucking field with you. <laughs> or, or when the game's over, they ain't there anyway. That part. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Get your little mini skirts and move it. Right? <laughs> so, but then I, I utilize mm-hmm. the people in the stands to motivate me, but you can't concentrate on yeah, So yeah, you can't yeah. concentrate mm-hmm. on because... One minute they're gonna boo. You'll get yeah. distracted. One minute they're gonna cheer. Play by play is different. It's different. We mm-hmm. recently just talked about here where you know sometimes this show gets a bit much because our fans are very very vocal online. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are. And in one show they'll be like, Jason, we love you. Oh my god, we cried with you. The next show you need to be fired. I'm like how you gonna fire me for my own <laughs> shit? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I understand your job too. You yeah. have a job to do. I get it. But for, you know, and it doesn't mean that it has to be the same goal like everybody wants to be in show business. Mm. It's just, it could be the same type of mothering skills or Mm -hmm. the same, we're utilizing one another to get to our ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, making sure that we got our family situated, making sure that, you know, our friends are good. Like I got, it's so funny because I think the theme today of what I've been talking about all this time 
um, just all day is support. Mm -hmm. The right amount of support. Who is on your fucking team? Mm. You know what I'm saying? What? Who you got who's going to block for you? How do you build wait, that? Wait, 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 wait. Is that a conversation you had with Leela Rashawn after the whole Nicole Murphy thing? Did you see that? I, I don't I don't really talk to Leela, <laughs> so I don't know what you talk about. Okay, so, so Nicole <laughs> Murphy. No, I know what you're talking about. You know about. what I'm talking about. But you guys aren't friends like that. No, no, no. We're good. Like, there's, there's like people that you interact with, which mm -hmm. you see at like award shows. Yeah. Like, Cause we don't really get to see each other. Like people think that most of the time, even my good, good, good friends, even with Tashina, like we're so busy, like doing our, you know, we only see each thing. other. Yeah. You know, but I think it's because like with Lila, we saw a lot of the Hollywood community, Holly Robinson, Pete, a lot of different women yeah. who are respectable. She's, you, but they're close. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're close. Yeah. Okay. They're like so, besties. Of course, you know, they're going to, she's going to reach out to her oh. friend. Yeah. I just thought maybe there was a boomerang connection. Because it was so funny. Let me call Sunshine. Wait, that was Sunshine was from. Uh, no, wait, no, that's from. Um, Sunshine was from. Uh, no, uh, um, some um, Harlem Nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it really? Sunshine. Yeah. Shit. I knew she was in all of those yeah yeah no but like i said i mean you're one of the few people that you don't hear bad things about but if you do then i'm a human yeah mm -hmm. you know yeah. what i'm saying i don't take that you know i you know i i make mistakes just like everybody else you know i think that's one thing about me and and the people that i'm connected to again my support system which is like regina king and tashina arnold like we understand we've been in this game. I've known Regina since we were like 15 years old. I've known Tashina since we were 12 and 11. She makes me say 12 and 11. <laughs> I'm older. Um, but we get it. Like it's, it's just, it is what it is. We're artists. It must be fantastic to be able to come up in the industry with women who are equally as successful as you. Like, you know, cheer, cheering each other on yeah. for your own accolades and yeah. stuff like that. And especially uh, Tashina. Like, you guys are about to host um, the Soul, Soul Train, Train Awards, Awards together. Yeah. Has funny. anybody ever compared you two to Amy Poehler and um, Tina Fey? All the time. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. That's, what, that's what you two yeah. make me think of. Yeah, or yeah. Lucy and Ethel. And, yeah. And we'll both confess that I'm the Ethel to her Lucy, <laughs> you know, or she'll say that about me. She'll say, oh, that okay. About, oh, she, okay. We'll say that about each other. Okay. I'm okay. The Ethel to her Lucy. Okay. She'll say I'm the Ethel to but okay. you can tell it comes from a place of mutual respect. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that's obvious. You can't obvious. have that kind of chemistry and yeah. not really have yeah, yeah, That yeah. part, and like that's how we grew fun. up. Yeah. We're going to have so much fun. <laughs> oh, and the surprise in the opening. Oh. Well, who y'all got? Yeah, if y'all bring it up, I'm I need not to know. We will tell it. We will I feel like it's about to be a lot of dancing. It's going to be some. Now, you're going to have, are you performing I'm Right Here on the show? Is that, what is it? Still here. Still here. Still here. I'm right here. No, no. Um. Uh, probably next year. I asked to sing 22 Summers, which is the single that's out right now. Okay. And But I love doing the music, too, because we both grew up, you know, doing music, and I, that's what I started out doing. But 22 Summers, anytime I put uh, release a single, it's about something that's going on in my life. So it has to be true to who I am. Because I think most of the time, my um, I call supporters, not fans. My <laughs> supporters um, know me as a specific character. Mm-hmm. Gina or mm -hmm. Jay from Wife and Kids or whatever. But I think it's more But they remember you from Little Shop of Horrors, too. All of that stuff. Singing. But when it comes to the music, you get to know who I am Got and it. how I, yeah. you know. Or situations like this, because how many opportunities... I don't have a lot of opportunities to be in this kind of space where I could just be me and you guys could get to see who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Because we've never had a chance to sit down and mm -hmm. talk, talk. Which are also you know very I mean? private, too. You've been pr private. 
I think even I don't consider myself really private. I think so. You're not very mixy. I mean, you're not. I don't go. I don't go out. <laughs> it's funny because even in the nineties, because you know, this 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 girl, I would have been invited you out. I, I just, <laughs> because what I shit, it's not fun. <laughs> no, I know, but what I normally knew about you was. If you weren't um, working, you're yeah. with your kids. But most of that, yeah. That I mean, is that's true, really... but that's not, I'm not a really uh, private person. I, yeah, I guess I am. I don't know. Yeah. I don't go out, out, but, yeah. you know, it's only because I love being home, home. You can yeah. be private and fun, too. Yeah. 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 But even, you know, we were talking about that the other day. Like, we weren't really out in the clubs that hard, even in the 90s when we were, like, doing the Martin show because we were just working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a different climate back then. You know, it was East Coast versus West Coast. I was like, I'll just stay here. You know, and now, you know, even now, you know, every now and then I'll go out. But a safer place to me to go out is going to one of the boys clubs over here on West Hollywood Mm -hmm. where, you know, it's just... I can just dance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the gay and community nobody, loves you. Mm-hmm. And I love them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for oh, me. Oh, then we have to go to the Abbey together. If you love classic Guy Ritchie movies like Snatch and Sherlock Holmes, then you don't want to miss The Gentleman in theaters January 24th. This movie has it all. An unbelievable all-star cast, great action, smart writing, and it's funny as hell. Starring Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Henry Golding, Michelle Dockery, Jeremy Strong, Eddie Marson, Colin Farrell, and Hugh Grant, it doesn't get any better than this. McConaughey plays a kingpin named Mickey Pearson, who runs a London-based weed empire. When he tries to cash in and get out of the game, he puts in motion a series of schemes, bribery, and blackmail led by those trying to steal his domain out from under him. Guy Ritchie really returns to his gangster roots on this one, and it looks dangerously good. If you haven't seen the trailers yet, they're hilarious and available online now. The Gentleman is in theaters everywhere, January 24th. Be sure to check it out. You don't go to the Abbey like that. I will take her to that. Oh, <laughs> I go to the Abbey. No, for my birthday. Where was I for my birthday? Trey, you remember where fun. we were for my birthday? That one day I celebrated my birthday? You, you wasn't at that club with me? Where were we? With Brandon? Oh, you were at uh, you were at Rage. I was at Rage. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You were That's at Rage. all I wanted to do was hear some house music and go to Rage and you know. Well, I'm taking Wendy and Tiffany Haddish to the Gay Strip Club this weekend in New York. So oh, too bad. fun. You have to do this. That's fun. Damn, that sounds like fun. fun. Okay, so like, so I know you know we're not gonna get too deep into it, but you're single now. I am. Are you happily single? I am. Really? But I, I, you know what? I'm not looking for anybody right now. Mm-hmm. Because I think I still want to work on me. Like, this is the first time in 22 years that I've been, and I'm scared. I think I'm scared. I have, um. Really? I'm scared. No, because I know, you, be because I know your DMs is lit with these young niggas out here who are like, I. Getting dick pics and shit. Right. Like, come she on. You are. She, she gets dick pics. All the time. Oh All the time. All the time. But you know what? I, you know what? That's I not necessarily that. a bad thing. I mean, not for um, you. For me, um, it's just like, it's like, Hello penis like what the fuck right. the fuck i feel like it's, it's what is that i don't know it's, <laughs> it's gross that? so i have a girlfriend who's like um she's been married 17 years yeah. her boys are you know like in their you know early teens right yeah. now and she has no idea who she is without being a wife and a mother yeah. what does this journey of self-discovery kind of look like for you right now you know, what are the things that what are the moments that you have where like yo that's that's um i know oh. that i'm smart Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I 
see mm-hmm. is that I had to learn a lot in the last couple of years and I'm smart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to understand, I went straight from my mom's house, house to your to husband's, my husband's house. house mm-hmm. And they were the, they always took care of the finances and all of that other stuff. You yeah. had no break in between to go out and just be a young girl in the streets? No. He means thought. No. 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 Yes. Not. No, that's okay. She know what I mean. I know what he means. <laughs> like me. I never. <laughs> I had, like me. I, I had too much time between mama house <laughs> and the and nigga then, house that I found. So you know what's funny? He got lost out there. <laughs> I can't even be that. Yeah. Still, yeah, because me and my friend had a conversation about the responsibility of who I am. Mm-hmm. She said, You can't just have consensual nothing because you're gonna play yourself out. And I was like, That's not fair. Yes, you can <laughs> go out there and live your life. I oh, agree that. with her because no, I, I agree can't. with her now. Now, it's a different day and age, right? Mm-hmm. Hold on, I gotta get Wendy on the phone. Keep going, go ahead. okay? So, it's a different day and age, right? Mm-hmm. And when I look at millennials and have conversations with all of these people, they're more fluid. And I'm not even talking about with their sexuality. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about with just being able to, in, in my day, back in the 90s, we were looked down upon for just Casual embracing yeah. our own sensuality, mm-hmm. right? So... Now, hold on, Wendy's calling. Hold on. Okay, Wendy. <laughs> Wendy. Oh. Wait, hold on, hold on. I gotta put you on the phone with somebody. Hold on a second. <laughs> what up, woman? It's Tisha. It's it's Tisha. She said, "Oh God." <laughs> <laughs> Let's let them talk for a minute. We'll be right back. Okay. All right. So I don't know where we left off. We were we were talking about self care and what she has what she's doing for herself. You know, she's discovered things about herself. She's incredibly intelligent, smart. Yeah. No, I just think that you know, someone mentioned the word beautiful devastation, Mm. and I think that you know when you go through things, it's a death, unexpected things. Mm -hmm. It is a beautiful devastation because you embrace. And and this person told me to do this. Embrace the pain, the, the, pain, mm-hmm. the tears, every tear, because you're growing from that, and you're gonna be a different person, and you're gonna be a phoenix. And in the moment, you don't believe it. It sounds so cliche, and you want to hear that shit. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But it's fucking true. Really wise words. It really is fucking true. But yeah. do you think people, because people had an idea in their mind, like you guys were an iconic relationship, mm-hmm. and you were. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how we're so invested in it, but you look at it like we get invested in black love. We yeah. really do, and no, especially yeah. and especially couples. That I go, do, yeah, Absolutely. and especially couples that like, you know. Yay, Nicole and Boris. Yes, <laughs> yes, we we we've, we've got our faves, and they are one Yay, of. Omar and Keisha. Yes, <laughs> those are another set of faves. Yeah. Will Smith and Jada faves. Pauletta and Denzel faves. Yes, you want them to win. We exactly. So we felt the same way about the two I, of I you. I understand. Yeah. I totally understand, and yeah. it's you know stuff that you considered. Mm-hmm. You know. And just it just didn't work out the way you want. But I, I look at it like, hey, man, we had a good run. There but, you go. But I will look at it. Also, <laughs> yeah. I look at also just the courage, the strength, you know, the uh, presence of being there still for yourself and for your kid is yeah. a testament to, to all women, mm-hmm. black or not, that mm-hmm. life you have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to decide that happiness has to be your destination, yeah. whether you're with somebody else or by yourself. Or men. Yeah. 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 Or men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Single mm-hmm. men well, we too. Could, we could go to or the gay fathers. club. We could find happiness every night. <laughs> and there you go. You okay, so this worst. weekend you and Tashina are going to be wild. I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> I 
hope not. Yeah, we're try, gonna... we are try, we're talking each other through it. Like, please try not to curse. Try not to curse. Let's pray before we go. <laughs> we pray anyway. But look, let's pray over our mouths. I, listen, let me tell you something. I'm thinking that the surprise is going to be a dance off between you, between you and her, and Kid and Play. That's what I can. Oh. That's what I can see happening as oh, like the as that. the surprise. She's like, I just saw. No. Kid, I just saw a kid at uh, Mike Tyson's compound when I did Mike Tyson's show. Yeah, it was so much weed. He wasn't smoking, but it was so much weed in there because Mike Tyson's a smoker. I don't know. It's, I don't know why I brought that up, but it's yeah. good to see kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, kid. Kid. Yeah, yeah yes, he was there. Yes. Yes. No, I kid, mean, play. You, you, I keep in touch. We all keep in touch. No, it's good. Well, no, you're iconic to to Thank the you. culture, and you're an important part of. Of uh, of my experience with the culture, I mean, mm-hmm. from television to just any everybody, even just uh, you know, Kelvin who produces our show, he's like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but from what? Over. But what memory for for you? You're so young. Oh, okay, HBCU. Yeah. yeah, I was I was living in Toronto and I was like what 13, 14 years old and hey, house part. Yeah, born and raised in Canada and house. I remember that uh, the the theater was packed, house party, and it was like. Really? That it was the first time I'd ever seen like an HBCU experience. I didn't even believe it was real, you know, and it just it's one of those things that just becomes like an indelible mark on your mind. Like you just memorize everything about That's it. Crazy yeah. that I'm I'm a part of it. Yeah, That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. If I was comfortable when I was if I was comfortable being gay when I was a teenager going through ready for college, I would have went to HBCU too, but I'd have been a hoe all up and down. See, here you go. <laughs> every team. I'd have been at every gay. Did you guys see my sister? Ooh. On the real. On the real. On the real. That I was going to ask you about that. That was such an incredible moment. How did they even set that up? So her 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 half sister. I had to watch that video a couple times because when you were saying, I was like, "Are they playing?" But that was a real moment. Mm-hmm. It was a real moment. How did they find you two? Well, we found her about three years ago okay. with uh, the help of Pam Slayton, the woman, the other woman on the couch. Wow. Mm-hmm. She's a genealogist, mm-hmm. but she did my. We found out my sister didn't know she was adopted, so we kind of pulled back mm-hmm. and. Um, we said we can't interrupt her life. So we waited. And then in September, Pam called me. She was like, I kept in touch with your sister all these all these years and kept trying to push her to get a DNA test. And she finally found out, too. And she's been dealing with it for two weeks. She knows she has family looking for her. She doesn't know it's you. Um, and she doesn't know that you, she has. She just knows that she has a ton of family and she's open to meeting all mm-hmm. of you. Wow. That's a crazy experience. And so Pam is, you know, Pam, Pam you know, she course you should get her duckets and i was like Damn, right now child i'm dealing with all this you know stuff and she was like no 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 if we do it like good morning america or nightline is interested and i was like well i'm hosting the real next month maybe yeah. she was like that's perfect mm-hmm. so she was able to you know barter that and help us that's get amazing. together and we talk all the time so you kept in touch and now you're a family yeah that's amazing yeah well, listen, okay, Soul Train Awards this weekend. What about new music? When is What, what else is going on with new music? Um, I'm just finishing up the, my um, EP. It's done. So now I'm going to release it once I get back and settled, probably first quarter. Would you ever put out a rock single? Because I heard, I, I was at Zen Lounge where you were like rocking out. Thank you. Yeah, you couldn't tell the difference between Not- her and Slash from <laughs> Guns N' Roses. Like, it was sick. I was so impressed. Aww, yeah. Thank you. No, yeah. Okay, they're telling me yeah, to wrap well, it up. Well, we're good. We we will definitely keep in touch. And you can come I'm back so anytime you want. Yes, yeah, please. You can come back anytime you want. Now that we've broken the ice, next time would be, you know really raw yeah it's a safe space <laughs> here you it go. is a safe space <laughs> i didn't know we were gonna get this kind of energy i'm like oh well you know we 
We thought you were going to, you know. Who do you think I was going to be? That girl? That girl right there. <laughs> oh, Hollywood. And, oh, my God. It's well, great. You, you come back. Shishina. You come back anytime. I will. All right. We love you. I appreciate it. All right. We're out of here. Peace. All right, bye. Bye, everybody. If you love classic Guy Ritchie movies like Snatch and Sherlock Holmes, then you don't want to miss The Gentleman in theaters January 24th. It's got an all-star cast, great action, and looks funny as hell. Starring Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Henry Golding, Michelle Dockery, Colin Farrell, and Hugh Grant, it doesn't get any better than this. McConaughey plays a weed kingpin trying to cash in and get out of the game. He puts in motion a series of schemes, bribery, and blackmail, led by those trying to steal his domain out from under him. Go see the gentleman in theaters everywhere, January 24th.